the school bell rings for a third time. Who's reveling in the Richies? And who is lacking in decorum? It's the Snetterton Driver Grades. Here we are once again for another podcast and a roundup of the grades and predictions for Snetterton. Um, if you want to go and hear about how the weekend went down, then you'll want our review podcast. And we're going to take a straight look into what grades were gained this weekend. Yeah, for Sutton, we'll start off with him. A star again, top of the class, did very, very well. Uh, there's nothing to say here that wasn't already covered in the pre- uh, review show, to be honest with you. Uh, Dan Camish, his worst weekend by far. It's a C, isn't it? Yeah, it was a little bit disappointing and didn't help with that disqualification in the final race. Robottom takes home a B, raced well, got a podium, looks a little bit more at home in the car, improving all the time. Looked really good on a soft tyre this weekend. Really yeah, he quick. Did. He did indeed. Uh, finally, for the Napa racing outfit, Osborne, he gets a C. Not as good as at Brands Hatch, I don't think. But he was racing within the top 15 for most of the weekend. It was a strong weekend and he's getting better and better in the car. He looked really competitive in race two and he was there or thereabouts racing Rory Butcher for, I think, pretty much the whole race. Um, I still think there's a little bit more to come from him, though. Oh, I agree, but yeah, I think he's, he's starting to come good. Yeah, so moving on to the Hyundai's then. Ingram with a B this weekend. He was feeling under the weather, if no one knew about that. Oh, it wasn't mentioned at all. Come on. I was going to say a row bottom. We need to get to the bottom of who was... Bottom? Yeah. Yeah, of who was his stunt double for the signing in the pit lane, because it wasn't him. Yeah, if no one has seen this, the, the ITV cameras picked up a little bit of the driver signings during the lunchtime um, pit walk, and... We're almost certain, and we're not the only people that have picked up on this, that there must have been a stunt double for Dan Robottom. There were rumours that he wasn't feeling particularly well at the start of the weekend, and I'm wondering whether the uh, media commitments were passed on to a, a looky-like. But on the other video, he was signing pieces of... Yeah, I know. I'd, I'd feel slightly let down. I wonder if it's his brother. Maybe, maybe. Anyway. Shall we move sorry. on to the Hyundai's yeah, then? sorry. Ingram, feeling under the weather this weekend, gets away with a B, uh, took a race win in the final race, which I think was sort of like the best that he could have got out of the weekend, considering how he felt. He had a couple of poor starts in race one and two, but made the most of it. Um, and then all th- uh, or Chilton and Pearson both get Cs this weekend. Chilton had this point in race one, but then did manage to fight back in race two and race three he was fairly much there or thereabouts. Um and Pearson was very close to taking the or should have been very close to taking Jack Sears win if it weren't for that instant in race three with Taylor Smith. Shouldn't. Shouldn't. Um and then Housted and another disappointing weekend for him all really wrapped up with the engine change in FB2 that led into the incident in qualifying that put a real dampener on the weekend. I don't want to go too early, but I think that Hyundai need to have a real hard look at Dan Zelos in the minis and whether there's mm. a space for him yep. ahead of some uh, another driver at the Accelerate outfit because, yeah, it's not been a particularly good start. Things are going to improve. Yeah, that's what they do. Uh, talking of improvement, uh, it's not been a weekend of improvement for Colin Turkson. He gets a B this time out. Doesn't take a race win. Took a podium, but you're going to feel that they've come away from a track where they'd have aimed to be having so much more from. 
very much so. Jake Hill also gets a B. Similar to Turkson on the podium, showed pace at times, but not enough to live with the pace of Ash Sutton. Then Morgan and Jenny both get Cs. Um, Jenny is the highest C, I have yeah, to say, yeah. but we don't do C pluses. But look, for me, Jenny raced probably the most consistently out of the three BMWs. Um, Morgan still finding his feet a bit of the team, but produced some good moments this weekend as well as well as some sloppy moments hitting row bottom in race three with quite a clumsy attempt at uh, an, a cut back yeah C's all round I think both of them will be glad considering what happened last time out at Brands yeah, as well um, to, to get a good weekend under their belt inside the top 10 Butcher then with a B this weekend um, very close to grabbing a race win in race three Looked like the car had a little bit more pace this weekend. I think there's just a little bit more fine-tuning to, to get the most out of that car. We know it should be a good car and should be a good engine. Um, a C for Collard. Unlucky in race one. Obviously, an alarm came up on the dash. Team asked him to stop. Can't really do too much about that in the car as, as the driver. Um, and then fought back really well in race two. Managed to get back into the points. Um... But I think it was just on the wrong tyre in race three. And uh, Gamble probably had the poorest weekend of the three Toyotas. Yeah, agreed. Um, didn't look to have the pace of the other two. And then obviously pulled off before the start of race three with, with an unknown gremlin, really. On to the one motorsport team. Uh, Cook takes home a B. Much more positive from him this weekend, albeit he's still languishing around the eighth to tenth spot. But... Did well in race three on the soft tyre, kind of in the back of the field to take fifth. Hopefully they're moving in the right direction. It's Thruxton next. We'll see what he does at his favourite circuit. Uh, Moffat gets a C, better than what we've seen. There's still a lot to come though you'd expect. But again, moving in the right direction, you'd have thought. And Powell gets a, a D. He's much further behind his two teammates. He managed to lock up coming out of the pits on the qualifying lap, which is incredibly <laughs> funny to watch, but not what you'd expect. Yeah, um, to me, he's not improved much on where he was at Team Hard last no. year. And um, yeah, no, he he is unfortunately still a backmarker this season. Moving on to Auto Bright with Team Hard, um, Bobby Thompson not not a good weekend for him. Weekend to move on from quickly. They knew there were issues with the car. I think midway through the weekend, um, and nothing they could really resolve through the races either he gets a d this weekend lloyd did a little bit better um managed to pick up some good results although a couple of hairy moments in qualifying and through the races where he was grass tracking um but he picks up a c this weekend yep uh Boutel, uh gets a c close ish to the running of the top 15 i think points for Boutel will happen again this season yeah um, definitely i think he's there or thereabouts more often than not uh hamilton didn't have a particularly good weekend problems with the car problems in qualifying didn't really get the weekend he wanted uh at a track i think isn't going to be his strongest it's a d for him yeah moving on to the orange side of team hard and passon and edwards now we, we we've got a little discussion on passon we're not sure whether it's a like a really high c or a low b i think it's a b he, he's done well this weekend he scored points um and he's taken a, a, a jack sears win along the way what more do you want Points in all three races. I think oh, he's capable. On. Honestly, I think he's capable of yeah, it. Yeah, but don't forget that if the front two leading cars are having problems, I know. it's likely that's spread across the whole team. I know. He's taking points. I mean, 
can't, come on. I, we, a... I think we we agreed that Cooper wasn't going to do overly well at this track, no, but... and he's dragged the most out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, he's well... not been involved in any, in any incidents, which is always a good thing as well. <laughs> you know, he's a young driver who's kept it, who's kept the cost down because he's not binned it in any. You know, or not over race the car. Yep. He's been fairly sensible all weekend. He's had decent enough pace. He's second of Jax's when score points again. For me, it's a B. I mean, what would you what, what would you want from him? He's fight he's fighting Osborne and Pearson, don't forget, who are in cars that are on paper much better than his. I I, I think towards the end of the season he might be con- more consistently in the top yeah, fifteen in scoring but... points. And I think that's where we're gonna see see him end the season. But I'm still saying it's a B. Okay. Like, what would you want? You've got C written. I know, but just I'm arguing with you. So, all right. Um, and then Edwards on the other side, again, had some issues this weekend. Um, car didn't look particularly quick in her hands. I don't know whether it's a setup issue um, or whether because there are rumours that she, she's got the damaged chassis from last year, whether it isn't quite as straight as it needs to be, um, but she gets a D this weekend. Yeah, and then moving on to the PMR boys, uh, Double gets a B. If Double gets a B, Patterson gets a B. <sighs> I, I, I thought Double was... That bit better this weekend. He had a consistent, consistently higher results, and he was very, very close to winning the Jack Sears this weekend. He was very close to winning the Jack Sears this weekend. That's why he's got a B. Uh, Watson gets a C. Fairly anonymous weekend. Yeah, but that's not necessarily a bad thing as you're learning your. Didn't trade. get into trouble um, exactly, and was fighting with double in a couple of the races, yep. and then just dropped a little bit further back towards the end. Aaron Taylor Smith. I- I don't think it's a B. I think it's a C. Really? Um, I think his defensive performance this weekend yeah. was really good. I agree with and that. And to hold back a driver of Kamish's calibre yeah. really just, just sets him apart. If he, he was on the different tyre, he was on a worse tyre normally yeah, yeah, yeah. to the drivers behind him. And yes, I know you say that the Stetterton is a, a really tight infield track, but we thought the Astra might struggle a little bit more. And for him to defend that top 10, top top 12 result that he was getting, I think he did really well this weekend. That's fine. I just think that... A B for him. Okay, we'll keep it a B. That's fine. I'd say if you give him a B, you've got a good Patterson a B. Mm, he did better than Patterson, though. You don't expect him to. He's a, he's a four-time winner in this series. I know. I know. But different cars, different expectations. and We'll see. We'll see how it goes through throughout the season. Yes. How touring cars works, right? Okay, talking of how touring cars works and how things develop through the season, it's time to look at our predictions. You went for Jake Hill for pole over Colin Turkton. Both thought it'd be BMW tracks, both wrong, yeah. both fairly close, but time was in a class of his own. I was gonna say, time wise or position wise, fairly close, yeah, time wise, no. nowhere. Uh, you went for winners of Hill, Camish, and Morgan, so that went very well for you indeed. If BMW hadn't messed up the strategy, Morgan might have been a, an option for race three, but of course he wasn't. If Camish hadn't crashed in qualifying, I think he'd been an option for one of the races as well. If my auntie had testicles, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> exactly. Uh, then I went for winners of Turkington, Sutton, and Butcher, so Uno point to me. Could have been two if Butcher race three, but it wasn't, of course. You went for Osborne and the Jack Sears, which was correct. Only just. Only just. Only just good weekend. weekend. Good battle in the Jack Sears this Very. weekend. Uh, and then in the general predictions, I went for a Napa Chevel podium, which came off just. Uh, I had all BMW score, 
which, as I said in the preview, it was a given this well, weekend that you well, put a blanket over them. Well, you'd have been more bold going for all BMWs in the top 10 and you'd have still got the point. Well, just, I'm, just putting that out there. Yeah, well, I don't care. It, okay. It, it, no, I don't. It's fine. It, an incident could have happened which put Jenny on. Yeah, well, look. It's fine. Well, I mean, what was your other one, mate? That was, oh, I was for Edwards Outqualifies Power, which did happen on paper, but no. It did happen on paper. Well, it didn't. It happened on track. Okay, it then, then didn't it happen on paper. paper. <laughs> when Stewart signed the paper saying they were no longer going to be allowed in the session. Yeah, fair point, fair point, fair point. You went for one outscore PMR, which was correct. Only just. Race three bailed me out on that one. Yep. Um, Collard outscores Butcher, which that was almost put in the bin at the end of race one, wasn't it, with that Collard issue? And no Ingram Pogium, which was looking good at one point until race three happened. And then I, after race one, when we heard he wasn't well, mm. I thought, okay, I might be on for this. He'll look to have a pointsy weekend, stay inside the top six, top seven. And then he storms through in race three. And then for our final round, we had an independent adjudicator looking for the cheapest cup of tea. She we could were find. well out on this. We were well out on this, but I paid, um, I think it was 270 the TCRs for a tea, so I assume we pay the touring car tax. But I know. Didn't. Uh, I went for £3. You went for £3.19, which is probably why you're not in business. Um, and the cheapest found was £2.20. The most expensive paid was £2.30. So I get the point for being yeah, closest. No, nowhere near on that one. No, and certainly halfway through the day, you decided it was unfair because you don't drink tea because you were losing. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Which means that I have retaken the lead but with nine points. It's chopping and changing this year. You it? are on eight points. It is close. It's very close. It's seven more rounds of this to go. Yeah, leading into Thruxton, we'll have to... Um, I think we might go back to chicane cutting for Thruxton. Final chicane cutting. Yeah, final yeah. chicane cutting for Thruxton. That'll be a good one for that, um, which I think is coming up in two weeks' time. Uh, let well, us know. Listen, that time I hear this, but yeah, yeah, clarity, Sam, YouTube. <laughs> Um, let us know what you thought of the drivers from this weekend at Snesterton, what the grades were, um, and then maybe even leave us a comment what you think your predictions will be for next time out at Thruxton. Um, remember to subscribe below, um, get the bell on, on YouTube, and uh, leave us a comment. We've got a bit of time. Any final thoughts from the Snesterton weekend? Um, I should have taken sun cream. Are you admitting that you're not harder than the sun? Um, the, my knees are not harder than the sun. Sublime. It needs to be a postie as well. <laughs> I've had a theory on that. You only delivered in the rain? No, because my legs were moving so much when I was walking around being a postie, they didn't get, or they didn't stay in the sun as much, which is why I never burnt them. But they didn't stay in the sun as well, much. Because I was walking, they're always constantly either in the sun and then in the shadow as my legs move back and forward. This is quality content, by the way. I've never heard anything so ridiculous in all my life. They were still in the sunshine. They were still out and about. What? But they weren't in direct sunlight because every time they moved underneath my body, they would go back into shade. Well, that's just final, final thoughts. I didn't realize we were going to have enough. Well, if there's any physics people out there, is, does Sam's theory hold water? I can do science, me, 2023. I think you're talking a load of old rubbish, but maybe, maybe I'm the one who's an idiot here. But oh, dear. I've never heard so much tripe in all my life. What are your thoughts of the weekend, anyway? Well, that you need a brain transplant now. <laughs> um, my final thoughts of the weekend is... Uh, I still don't overly rate Snetton as a racing circuit for touring cars. Okay. 
I think it's a bit too narrow. I think the support racing was quite dull this weekend as well, if I'm being perfectly honest. You weren't overly infused by the radicals in the end, were you? Watching on TV was better. Were they? Yeah. Okay. At trackside, that's a really good point, actually. I doubt that. In trackside, they look quite slow. They look quite, I wouldn't say boring, but... You they say they look slow, yeah. but they actually they were in two different categories. And yeah. The faster category at the front, um, which set off before the slower category because they had a rolling start, were actually about five seconds a lap quicker yeah. than the touring cars. And they made all of it up in the corners. If you watch on telly, they look a lot quicker than they did the track side. Yeah. Definitely. And actually, I'm going to be really controversial here. I missed the big Porsches this weekend. I don't see why they didn't race at Snetch. Well, because Snetch is a good track wow. to race at, I think. There's a lot of traction zones. They're rear-wheel drive. Can I note that down in my diary, that you've missed the Porsches? I, I quite missed seeing that this weekend at a track that's technical and challenging for a car that's heavy and wide. Mm. I think it could have been quite interesting, Okay, personally. More so than Brands Hatch, where they just go around in a circle, effectively. Yeah. They, they break once on the lap. Yep. I think this could have been quite an interesting weekend report with the big Porsches, but okay. there we go. I think that's probably sums up my final thoughts. BMW need to get a new tyre strategist. That was coming in the podcast. Um, <laughs> so Sutton's won the championship. <laughs> great. Championship decided. You lot don't need to listen anymore this season. Well, actually, um, the, it's all, all said and done. We've got two and a half minutes left, or three and a half minutes left, actually. Do you think the championship's done? I'm... I'm very confident of our prediction at the start of the season in that there will be four or five drivers that will be there at the business end and will pull quite a large gap on the rest of the drivers in the championship, which I think we've already seen. Um, On top of that, I think there will be two that drop away towards the end of the season and possibly, if it hasn't already been decided, going into that final round... I think it will be a case of Sutton will just pull away when he needs to, if he needs to. Um, because that car and his setup that he's got on, got on there, I think he mentioned on one of the um, grid walks that they haven't, they've hardly changed the car from brands. Haven't, haven't changed it from brands, yeah. They've just done these micro little tweaks just to get the best out of it. But why change a winning car? I think it's dumb, personally. Okay. We've seen Ash in the past get into these grooves, get into one of the car, win from ridiculous positions. I'm thinking that Snetterton race where he won in the Infinity from, was it 12th, 13th? Yeah. With Max and Bass on board. Yeah. He just gets into these runs. I think he's the best driver on the grid mm-hmm. on raw pace and raw talent. And I just, once he gets the momentum going, I think it's very difficult to stop him. And I don't really see how he gets stopped this time, but we'll see. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they have any mechanical issues this season. Napa look like they've got a really solid car, really solid setup, and and an engine to go with it as well. Um, so yeah, they they could be difficult to beat this season. Right, we'll see you again for a Thruxton preview.